just we'll just do like thirty minutes or so. And yep. We can, we can chat and then um, and then maybe if we feel like there's anything we want to continue on, maybe we'll have another thirty minutes in the future. But you know, two hours is that's a big one. Oh, I totally understand. Well, yeah, let's just do, you know, whatever whatever you have time for, and, uh, you know, we work with what we got. Okay, cool, let's do that. All right, let's do it right now. All right, let's do it. All right. So, Sean C. Dude, it's, it's awesome to f just talk to you. Like, I, I have watched your videos of, like... There's there's something that you express in your videos that touches me and it inspires me and I know that you care about inspiring um, people, not just role players. You care about inspiring people, and 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 you are a force that has inspired like a lot of motivation in myself to do a lot of these like weird, to put my energy into these weird things you know, that might, that might not make me money and, and aren't the traditional things that a 29-year-old man goes out and, and, and does. Um, there's a lot of power there. Like, why, why do you put so much effort into this rollerblading thing? Taken over by 
people that I didn't necessarily agree with the direction they were going with it. So it was like, it was like, whoa, like, you know, it's time to put my two cents in, you know what I mean? But it, it was always like, uh, it's always just kind of like an ex- a self-expression thing for me, you know? Like, it's just, it's almost like therapeutic in a way. Like, you kind of deal with all this bullshit in your everyday life, and then bleeding is just a way to kind of uh, let out all your, you know, whatever the fuck you, it can really, uh, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, man. I can totally relate to what you're saying. I mean, like, it's just that life is, life has a tendency to just kind of deaden, deaden you and deaden, I don't know, it's, it's very, like, there's just something so magical about rollerblading and something that, that makes you feel a certain way and I can, I can relate to for me, it's like it's the same thing with like same thing when I when I go out and paint right graffiti or same thing if I go you know go snowboard. It's really it's just this, it's the same kind of uh, it's just like a feeling of freedom that helps you. I think it's like therapeutic in a way for your real life because it's like life can be frustrating, you know. But when there's that side of things, there's like it's always. Uh, it's always a good balance. Something that it feels like feels like I need, you know, it's like a like a drug for me. Like that's why we always like Pat and I we always used to refer to uh, rollerblading in our old videos and shit as Angel Dust. Um, for that reason right there is the fact that it's kinda like a drug. You know, like a, it's almost like a a therapeutic drug in a way that you kinda kind of need in order to, like, stay balanced and really be, like, a successful and happy human being, you know what I mean? Totally. You just, you have to do what keeps you inspired in life in general. For me, it's, nothing really does it like rollerblading. I mean, I, I draw and I do other things, but, but... Rollblading and, and the fact that me and you are on the phone right now. I mean, where where are you? Where do you live right now? I live in Echo Park in LA, like not too far from downtown LA. Yeah, you live in LA. I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Me and you have never spoke, Sean. This is the first time that me and you are speaking, and we're we're having we're we're immediately diving into these kind of deep topics. I mean, that's that's rare. It's not like I could call any it's not like I could call your next door neighbor and start talking to him about about my deepest fucking desires in life and and the things that matter to me most. Like that's impossible. <laughs> like the fact that me and you are just like casually having this this conversation about the things that matter to us most. Like there's a lot of power in that. That is a testament to how 
fucking beautiful rollerblading is. No, for sure. I think, yeah, I think, like, rollerblading, it definitely, like, like, for one, like, anybody who does rollerblade, I automatically think of them as, like, a brother, you know, because it's, like, I've, like, been through so much, like, through the years, blading, you know, like, so, like, if you're into that, then you can, it feels like automatically we can, like, relate on a certain level, you know, like, that's, like, you know, I mean, now I'm, like, 40% father, like, you know, 10, 20% 30% artist, and 20%, you know, interior designer and fucking real estate developer, but you talk to me, like, three years ago, and it would have been, like, it'd be, like, nine, you know, 80% blader, 20% artist, and that would be it, you know, like, so, yeah. anybody who blades automatically were, like, 80%, you know, pretty similar um as far as like uh you know I, I don't know I mean definitely I mean that's not true actually because a lot of players one thing I've come to find out a lot of players are very very different than me and we have very different kind of backgrounds and shit that's an, another thing but just I mean just based on the fact that you know anybody who's like been into blading for a long time I feel like we can definitely like relate on that on a cool level you know yeah it like i'm not yeah i don't i definitely don't think that like you're gonna automatically connect with with any role blader i definitely don't think that's true but i think that there are certain people that you just from seeing their shit like you know what kind of wavelength they're on and like i i've always known that if i was to talk to you to hear your voice that I would be like interested I would be interested in what you have to say and I would be I would definitely be able to relate to it just from seeing what you put out it's an interesting kind of communication that we have as role writers where we just kind of know each other through these like art pieces basically that we put up like I the only thing I know of you is what I've seen of videos that you've made that's all i know but in that communication comes something that i feel is so deep that i i feel like i know you in a in an interesting kind of way where i haven't like talked to you i haven't heard your words but i've seen your your vision and i've experienced like the things that you want to put out there so it it helps me yeah. It helps me know you, you know, in a way that that um, that is different from how you would know a coworker or how you would know, like, your mom or someone that you talk to every day. Like, obviously, there's a lot that I don't know about you, but I know like yeah. this this interesting part of you through through yeah. love scene. Well, I don't know. At the same time, like, in I mean. To be honest, like, in some of our old, older videos, like, some of the shit that, you know, Pat and I did, or some of the more, you know, stuff that would be, like, getting to know me, it was, I was kind of, like, in those, like, in those, some of those older videos, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of, like, basically just, like, playing a role of, like, this, um, this guy who's, 
you know, this pro rollerblader who's dedicated his life to blading and uh, whatever. I mean, a, a lot, a, a, maybe some of the newer edits and stuff, like some of the narrative pieces and shit like that, that's, that's like more like really, really me, you know what I mean? But <clears throat> as far as like, I don't know, like we made, we kind of, we made like a couple of those videos there just to kind of make a point and it was kind of like, I was just like playing this role, but anybody who knows me knows that they'd be like, well, what the fuck? Like, Sean, he wouldn't give a fuck, like, if these people weren't into blading or this, you know what I mean? Like, so, but it was just like, you know what I mean? So we kind of like played this role just to like make a point or just like kind of play out like a story. So I was more like an actor, but it's just like, I mean, Maybe maybe it's like a maybe it was like a distant uh, a very distant like version of of stuff of myself and kind of like the way I felt I guess at the time but um but definitely like was, you know I've definitely had like enough kind of narrative pieces that I've worked on with with Pat or like Justin or whoever that um you know people that that do follow my work and shit should like know somewhat like who I who I am and shit I guess I don't know. the problem is I, I haven't really done like many uh, this is like good that we're actually doing this because I haven't really done too many like you know like in-depth interviews and shit it's mainly just been like you know all people know me is just like these crazy videos that like Pat and I put out or whatever the fuck you know yeah so it's like people, you know, who who the hell knows like what somebody's gonna take from something? You know, like some one person could see something and be like, oh, well, oh, well, that's uh, you know, that that's how that's how he really is. He really he doesn't he doesn't want to rollerblade anymore because there's no money in it. He's all about or you know. So then another person could watch it and be like, be like, oh well. Well, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's just acting. He's, you know, Pat, Leonard, Pat made the film and he's just playing a role or whatever. I mean, every, every person who sees it is going to have a different interpretation. But I guess we've, we kind of did stuff in the past just to kind of make a point. Um, you know, whereas if I was going to, like, really, if I was really trying to, like, express who I am and shit like that, I would have definitely probably done like a, a whole opposite direction I mean it's, uh, I, truthfully I don't know I don't even know why the hell we did those, those stupid videos they didn't even make any money like it was really pointless it was like it was a cool idea like when we first were kind of throwing it around it sounded like a good idea well, <laughs> I I <laughs> I think, like as as a person sitting in the audience, I I got a lot from it, and I'm really happy that you made it. And I I understood that this isn't a a representation of who this this guy is, but it represents like certain feelings that they have, and and like uh, that might be a more experienced viewpoint. I mean, I am an older guy. 
I can't I can't speak for how younger kids see it because I know I can I can also say from experience that when you're young you kind of eat up the shit you know like you you don't question it like I remember being a young kid and watching like Brian Bell's videos and I thought it was all real like I thought these guys were like rolling around selling drugs and that was their whole lifestyle you know but watching your videos and watching videos in general like from from the point of view from a older person like I'm 29 like I understand that it's not it's not a hundred percent who you are it's not like you're just like living this video like all the time but in a certain sense it is an expression of like what is what is going through your mind and how you feel and um yeah. There was there's definitely there's something there that really sparked something in me like you know like like you say that you're not sure even why you did it you didn't make money and and I know that hustle it's like but you have to know that there's people out here like myself who who got inspiration from it and got motivation to and just like not even just to like keep rollerblading and not even just to make videos and stuff like that, but just to like be really stoked about life in general. I mean, I got so much from like the apple that fell far from the tree and and all your videos that like it it inspired me in such a weird way that that television can't inspire and like there's nothing like it came from a it did come from an honest place you know it can't it had to have because it's so unique and the vision is so is very there's there's nothing out there really that i can think of like a Sean C video you know and it inspired me in a very unique way where it's sort of it's sort of dark and it's sort of sad but at the same time like it's really positive and it's really inspiring and it it shapes my life like like there's there's a lot of people out out there like me that it, like it shapes their whole viewpoint on the whole fucking world like that's amazing you know yeah well that's super awesome to hear i mean that's def definitely like what we're going for obviously um i guess the one yeah like I mean, that's awesome. That's definitely what we're going for. But, like, when I think back at that film, to be honest, I'm just like, man, why the fuck did we do that? Because it's just like, um, you know, we we did it for, we did it for a for a point, and and the the point, like, it was it was just it was almost like a. We we just, I don't know we just, we just didn't do it right because it, it felt like um, felt like the way we by the way we did it the fact that it was done so shitty um, it felt like we proved a whole like a whole point that it was almost like an anomaly or uh, what's it called a, a synonym or something that like. What is the word? Oxymoron. That's it. <laughs> it was an oxymoron because it was like, I'm like this, you know, this pro blader dude is finally like getting 
older and he's he's realized like, oh, the industry is dead. Like, what have I done with my life? Um, you know, why can't why can't I make any money blading? But then the way the way I'm portrayed throughout the film, I'm just like this ruthless fucking asshole derelict who just like goes around like you know in the film what I do I like kill, fucking poison my girlfriend with some wine I'm going out I'm like stealing money from homeless people I'm like racking fur coats fucking painting graffiti all over the city it's like shit no wonder the guy you know what I mean like no wonder so no wonder the guy fucking are you are are you saying that you're ashamed of uh, the apples that fell far from the tree? Uh, I'm not as no, I'm not ashamed of it. I still think it, it's it's like I mean when I watch it, it's like it's funny to me. I mean it's a piece of art, you know. It's like serves its purpose, kind of I guess. But like, I, I mean I wouldn't say I'm ashamed of it, but like, well, put it this way: the movie part, yeah, I'm ashamed of those. Those were done like shit. Like those were like, like Pat and I got in a in a fight about <clears throat> about eighty uh, percent of the way through the film, and he was acting like a bitch, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna like he can't." He was like, "Just being so difficult to work with," and he came over and we got in a little fight because he was like, he wanted like I can't remember what it was. He wanted me to like finish the editing or something because he didn't have enough. Time and, I, and then he came over and, I, and he was like, oh, did you finish? I thought you said you finished. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I finished, but we got to go over some shit. And he's like, no, man, fuck that. He gets all pissed. Because I want him to, like, sit down and actually go over the shit and, like, it was supposed to be his film or whatever. And then but he was like, no, fuck that. And he, cause he was pissed because I didn't edit it or some shit. And then we got in this big fight. And he tried to, like, take his hard drive. And I was like, I was like, no, dude, you're not, he's like, no, I'm not making the video with you anymore, like, he was just being a bitch about it, we had already spent, like, six, you know, six months or, like, a year already filming it, so I was like, I was like, oh, hell no, dude, like, you're not, you know what I mean, like, you're not gonna take this fucking drive, I just have the last, like, six months of my life go to waste, so I was like, I was like, just, I wouldn't even, I, I, if I had to push, physically push him out of the house, we got in, like, a full fist fight, I somehow fucking pushed him out the house, like, locked the door, and then sat in there and fucking edit, finished, like, editing the video to, like, prevent the last, like, year of my life going to waste. It was pretty ridiculous. Whoa. So, it, how, <laughs> how is your and, uh, your and Pat's relationship now? Well, we, I mean, we've been, we've been friends for so long, like, we didn't, you know, we didn't scuffles and you know that's just anybody who's been friends for so many years they have on and off I mean we'll we'll be cool for a while and then but honestly we're not we're not that cool like he's he always yeah you know when, when we have we have these little disagreements and shit and he doesn't really you know he doesn't really handle it the way that I would you know, see a respectable man to handle it, and we we have, you know, different, we, we don't really see eye to eye sometimes, and we, um, we're both, like, really stubborn, hard-headed yeah. Irishmen, so it's, like, it's tough to just kind of give in, but, I mean, we go way back, I mean, we go too far back for, 
it feels like for any like bullshit kind of uh, drama to like get in the way with that, you know, I think eventually it will be cool, but it's a matter of time, like he fucking, he does, Pat does, I, I don't, I don't want to like get into it, man, but like, you know, I'm up. I don't want to, I don't want to have this thing like a fucking shit talking episode on Pat, but you know, there's definitely, there's been like times where it's like, whoa, like this guy, is, you know, it, I mean, it, I'm, I'm a nice dude. Like I'll, I can, I can take a punch and I can, I'll fucking, you know, get pushed around a bit. I don't give a fuck. But when, when it comes to the point when there's like somebody's like stealing from me or like, literally, like, you know, stealing, uh, just shit, like, disrespecting, stealing, lying, all that shit, I just, I don't, put, I don't put up with a lot of shit that other people do, I guess, and it's like, I don't let, no matter who somebody is, or how far I go back with them, or how much I like them, I don't put up with certain things, and, you know, yeah. apparently, um, other people do, or I guess, or I don't know, but I just, um, I, I kind of like, throughout the years of, of knowing that dude, I kind of came to my limit, and then I, it was just, we, I kind of snapped, and then it was kind of, that was it after that, and then it was just, uh, next, next thing you know, it was like, oh, that's, I heard, What's up, dude? I heard you're not allowed at Pat's house anymore. I was like, what? He's not, what the fuck? He's like, I didn't do shit to him. He's like, yeah, dude, that's what, apparently, like, you're not, you're not allowed over there no more. It's like, oh, really? Like, what's, what's he trying to say? He's like, oh, he's just, you're like a disrespectful guy or some shit. No, I, I'm, I don't, I don't want this thing, this is not like, this is not like fucking, relationship drama time like let's let's change the subject but the fact is that yeah like that fucking that video was a, a nightmare and a huge waste of time because because the two fucking idiots that worked on it couldn't seem to keep their cool with each other long enough to finish it and probably do it and it definitely like could have been something cool you know like we we have look at like the the little interludes, like the dreams or whatever, like if you put all the uh, the little dream segments together, if you just put them back to back, you know, it would be like a pretty sick video, like with the, with just like the skating parts and the, whatever, like the, you know, the daydreams that I have like during the day, but the fact is like we kind of, we kind of started on something there and then had a falling out and it caused it to go to shit and so I tried to like try to make up for it by doing the rest of it myself and it just ended up coming out like shit so just to be honest like yeah it pisses me off even thinking about it because I, I would have rather just not even put it out but whatever well I think I think the thing that you need to understand is that when most people watch this video like, they didn't have all those experiences that you had making it. And they come in and they watch it from a perspective that you'll never understand because you you were there for the filming of everything and you had all these experiences with Pat. 
and uh, you lived through all these weird uh, experiences creating this video, but other people come into it and they just, they watch it free of all of that shit. They come to it and they just, they know limited things about you, they know limited things about Pat, they have no idea what happened in the creation of the video, and they just watch it, and and I think you are, you, you might think that you are an authoritative uh, speaker on what the video is, and and you say that it's not very good, and you say that it could have been good, and but I think you your perspective on it is kind of warped because you you lived through all the creation of it. But to a person who comes at it and just sees it as a as a video and they don't know the background story, it has a completely different meaning. Like I can totally understand with your weird feelings about the video. I have similar feelings about videos that I've been involved in where I I really hate those videos like I can't stand better than baseball and I have weird feelings towards a lot of the things that I was involved in because they they show me like a lot they remind me of a lot of weird experiences and bad experiences that I went through like making those things but really it's not how other people experience that you know so when you say that 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 video could have been good and and you don't you don't think it's very good your your word doesn't actually mean anything when it comes to determining whether that video is good or bad or whatever like the video was pretty sure, i mean i'm don't, don't get me wrong i'm super stoked that that you like it and that if anybody was able to get anything out of it but to me when i see that video what i see is like <clears throat> two really talented dudes like on the verge of greatness and then letting their own like stupidity and selfishness get in the way of greatness and then having the whole road like industry compromised because of it which is like pretty ironical because like why do you think rollerblading why is rollerblading not where like skateboarding is or where whatever like fucking biking is it's because we don't have real you know there's nobody really selflessness or selfish I'm sorry, selfless enough or smart enough to really get it where it needs to be or fucking make it happen or, you know, get a fucking contract with Nike or Coca-Cola or whatever the, whatever the fuck it is that we need to do. And it's like, why is that? And it's like, well, it's it, it just, it, I'm not saying like rollerbladers are stupider or less than somebody else, but then it's just an example, like why... Why did Pat and I not finish the fucking video that was on the verge of greatness and make it, like, a great film that, you know, could have, like... Because, you know, that's that's originally, like, that's, like, what I... That's what I wanted to be. I, I was, like, in film school. You know, I went to film school. Like, Pat... Pat was, a, at the time, he was, doing, he was professionally making films, doing shit for, like, Discovery Channel and shit. You know, we were, like, filmmakers, so... Given the fact that we were filmmakers, we like we were in a great position there to kind of uh, use our talent to help bring rollerblading some much-needed audience. You know what I mean? And it's so 
was like, we could have done that, should have done that, but didn't do that because, because of our, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not going to put it all on Pat. I mean, maybe I should have been more pushover than I was, but the fact is, I'm not going to lie, it felt like, we, you know, so when I, I I think about that that movie and that whole experience, and I just I get really angry and pissed off. But it it, it helps a little bit hearing that you uh, that you enjoyed the film. I, I appreciate that. But you, you know, even after that video, um, you went on and you made uh, there was another apples video. Sorry, what was it? The the one after that, what was it called? Fell over the lake. Yeah, fell over the lake. You went over to Europe and and hung out and and filmed with Ollie Short and yeah, and then... that was that was another another same thing, same exact thing. Went over went over to England. Ollie and I had a we had a crazy idea for this. Uh, we like wrote out a whole film. Like Ollie and I. It, it, would, it literally would have been amazing. It was like another attempt at really, like, really changing and rollerblading and teaming up with somebody that with a like mindset. And this is this is like essentially what needs to be done, you know? Like, we, we want to like do any, anything and really make make everything work out for all of us, which is. Uh, Meaning the numbers need to work out for all the. It's like I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting here at my house and I'm you know I'm, I'm a happy guy and I I have a job um, and I rollerblade when I can but what my job is you know I do um, I do real estate I build uh, artist lofts and I have my partner we run a company called Urban Spaces of Los Angeles and we we take like these commercial kind of warehouses and spaces and we do build outs in them and we make these kind of artist lofts and then we rent them on the website. It's a great job. I enjoy it a lot. It pays the bills. Um, it's a lot of fun, but and mainly the reason it's fun is because I'm still able to use some of my creativity and still have fun. But I think if the world, you know, it's like, what, why why aren't I rollerblading? And why isn't why isn't rollerblading as big as um, skateboarding? Why can't you know? Why can't we all just do what we love to do and be you know be fine? And, and I mean, I could you know I could fucking I could work hard and keep working with my riders and start a wheel company or some shit and be the you know be like fucking AJ or John Julio or, you know, anybody and just always be, and I could do that, but that, that, that won't pay, the, that won't even pay the bills. That won't even, you know, that won't even pay the bills for my family. Like, <clears throat> maybe like, maybe Julio, maybe if I was like Julio or Shima, that could like possibly pay the bills, but I like, that could, like, you know, I could do something like that with a lot of work with it. You know, the fact is, what I'm more interested in is, like, getting, uh, getting it to be to the point where we're not just, like, 
we're not just like this um, hidden commodity of like sheltered people, like separated from the outside world. You know, just, it, it feels like to me it's like you know, rollerblading is it's so rad. It's like why don't why don't normal people know about this? Why why is it that every single person that I talk to ever seen or heard of rollerblading? Anybody? I go I go back to Colorado. Like I just recently went back to Colorado. I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting in the car now. I gotta go to the bar, but I'll I'll, I'll keep talking to you. But I just have to kind of get in the car. But so I just recently went back to Colorado. Um, saw my old buddies that I went to high school with and whatnot. And half the people were like, they're like, what are you been up to, dude? I'm like, oh, I've been rollerblading. Like, really? What the hell? There's, there's still rollerblading? Like, you know, I haven't, haven't seen or heard of rollerblading since, like, the middle of the 90s. About, you know, like, what happened? And I mean, that, to be honest, like, I'm, I'm, I've always been like an underground kind of dude. I love, <clears throat> I love um, swimming the opposite way of the, the rest of the fish in the stream and whatnot. And I always will. That's always going to be my personality. But, you know, I, I do, in the back of my mind, I think it's kind of ridiculous that none, not one of the people I went to high school with is even, has ever even seen anybody rollerblading. You know, and so it's like, wow, like, these people that I know and love so much and care about, they don't, they were not let in on the secret of how rad, what, what the fuck we do. And not to say, maybe, you know, that their lives would be any, that was a lot better if they, the fact that they did, if they did know about it, but at the same time, I think it's kind of ridiculous that they don't. So therefore, you know, that might be a positive thing though in a certain way of looking at it I mean it might be that might be a blessing in disguise that uh, that it's so hidden from the public and it's so it role betting has such a strange image, I mean, it has such a, like, people look at it in such a strange way. I mean, really, like, putting wheels under your feet is is such a fun, exciting thing. Like, if you were to put roll blades on any person, they would, they would be giggling. I mean, they'd be laughing. Their whole world would be put upside down. Like, they would, it would, it's a very psychedelic experience. It's a very alien kind okay. of, it's a very alien kind of thing, and but it, it, it's it is weird that people have this weird outlook on on what it is. All um, right. Well, then, then, all right. Let me. I, I think. I think. You know. I don't think it's that weird. I don't. I don't mind that. And I actually like the fact that no, that we're so underground and nobody knows about us. But what I don't like is the fact that there's no like possibility of of me or any of my homies really thinking about this in terms of the future and in terms of supporting our family and like build, you know, building a proper 
empire or whatever, you know, whatever your average man needs to have aspire to build or to, to be in life. You know, it's not, it's not like, minus maybe, you know, John Julio, who does very well, he's a very smart business blader, as he's always been, uh, you know, but like, it's like, I, I just, I think it's bullshit how it's not just like a proper fucking industry and it's it's not just out there like fucking skateboarding or biking, you know, like, I mean, it's, it, needs, it needs to, it feels like it needs to be, it needs something, it needs something that doesn't have, I guess, I don't, call me crazy, but. Yeah. Well, it's like nobody has... I mean, there's all these people... The only, the only reason I say that, to be honest, the only reason I say that is because because I'm bummed out that I can't just tour around with my homies and fucking skate every day and do fakey wallies to alley fish brands and fucking skate banks. And that would be exactly what the fuck I wanted to do, you know? But I can't yeah. do it because, because blading, there's no money in blading. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is rollerblading? It's a fucking joke. I tell that to my parents and they fucking laugh at me, dude. Like, it's like a, seriously, it's like a, it's like a fucking joke. They're like, it's like, are you kidding me? Didn't, didn't rollerblading, like, get kicked out of the X Games? Like, what, what are you planning on? Really? Like, you have two children. You're, you're really, a, you're, you're, this is what you're, this is your plan? This is your big, it's, you know what I mean? It's like a joke, dude. It's not, I mean, I don't know, so, <laughs> So I guess maybe I I kind of uh, picked up on the joke a few years ago and tried to do something about it, but it did. You know, it didn't. Nothing substantial ended up happening. Anyway, to finish to get back to our subject, the apple fell over the lake. Fell over the lake, and he tried to make a video with Ollie, and we we had a, a similar vision, and we. Um, it, it wasn't. It was. It was. Our motivation was not being our families and being able to continue rollerblading or whatever the fuck. I, I think maybe his his motivation might have been actually. I think he may have been recently. Uh, I think Rosie's may have may have um, passed away in a sense, and he may have. Ollie may have been thinking of in terms because Ollie as well. His whole house, like, is based on him. Like, he feeds his house. Like, he, he's he got a family there, his mother, his sister, his dad, and somebody's got to pay the bills, and he, you know, <clears throat> he, you know he, he was kind of, he was, he was doing well there. He was working with Shiner. And I think he still is. Maybe, maybe he still is doing well, also, but who knows. But, you know, so we, we were kind of, you know, I, I I don't know why the hell I've just stated all that right now because I don't think that was not our motivation behind doing the video at all. I don't know why I just, I've just said that right now. But our motivation is basically we, you know, we had some cool ideas and we wanted to make this film. So we wrote out, we wrote out this movie, Kirby, Kirby. We wrote out this movie and... And it was going to be awesome. It had, like, we had um, all these scenes wrote out with, like, these cop characters that were going to, uh, and it, it was like a, 
don't know, we had like, we had a whole screenplay right now. I mean, I'm not, because truthfully, before I die, I'm going to make the film. So I don't want to like, give away too much of it here on the phone, but, you know, before I die, I plan on definitely making the film. And basically, it was, it was a brilliant film. I, I don't have the screenplay in front of me, but I pretty much remember the majority of it. Um, so that's what we kind of started filming for, and then um, and then the Valo, and then we went on the Valo tour, and and then uh, let's see, we went on the Valo tour, and we were like, Ollie was he was on Valo at the time, and he was he was organizing the tour. And since him and I were working on this film, we had kind of decided, you know what, uh, we're going to, or, he, or he, had, he had basically, he had invited me along on the tour, and we had kind of said that we were going to, in the off time when they're not filming, and we did, he, he was very clear, he said, okay, well, let's not, you know, get in the, the way of filming for whatever John's trying to do, but, you know, when we're not filming for that, we can get stuff done for our own our own thing, okay, so, so I was like, cool, hell yeah, I'm down, dude, let's, let's do that, so, I, I agreed to go, I went on the Volvo tour with these guys, and we, we went around England, and, and, uh, and Eric, it was Eric, and Alex, and Cosy and, and John, and, uh, I think that's it, and Cola. Um, so, anyway, so we went around, and, um, and we got about halfway through the tour, and we weren't really getting too much shit done for the films. Basically, um, they would always be filming, and I'd be like, oh, hey, dude, come on, let's go film something, like, maybe they're all in a cat, man, like. So, you know, I kind of gave up at one point. I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, we're, you know, we're not going to get anything done. So I, <clears throat> I kind of, I said, fuck it. I just started filming with them. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to join up with these guys. I'm going to help them out. You know, so I started, I was like filming, filmed a lot of this shit. Like, and, you know, filming Lions of Eric and Ollie and shit. And they ended up in like a little video or something. So I was just kind of helping them film, and then uh, and and skating as well, trying to get clips. I ended up actually I got some, you know, I was like having fun. These are my old buddies. I was skating with Eric, and one of my my dude. Like, you know, we fucking grew up skating together. Like, um, so we're you know we we got a lot of cool shit done. Out there, and then. Um, but halfway through the tour, it was like, we had a, there, I remember there was like a, dis, some, what was it? Ollie, Ollie and Cola were getting, or no, no. Okay, Cosimo Kazi, was getting in the taxi, and and we were, we were all at the bar. We were all just wasted, and we were at the bar. King's Cross, downtown London. We had walked to, walked to some bar on Brick Lane, and we're just getting tanked. We're all fucked up. And 
end of the night, Cosby's getting in the cab, and I'm, I was like, hey, Cosby, where are you going? He's like, oh, I'm going to the going to the hotel. I'm like, oh, cool. Do you mind if I catch a ride with you? He's like, no, no, hop in. Go for it. Yeah, sure. So we're getting in the cab, we're on the way, and then we're pulling away in the cab, and then Ollie and Cola come running up. And they're like, hey, hey, what, hold on, wait for us. Yeah, we're like, okay. So, so they get in the cab, and then, uh, and then we get to the... We get back to the hotel and um, and then Ollie or cold maybe it's cold. He goes, all right guys, so the, the fare is um, twelve twelve pounds each. So that's three that's three quid a piece. So everyone, you know, any up your three quid. And I was like, well, you know, I don't I don't have any. I, I told him I was like, right, sorry guys, like I don't have any money. I spent all my money at the bar and I'm tapped out. The only reason I got in the cab was because. I asked Cosney if it was cool with that, if I ride with them. So sorry guys, like I don't have my three quid. And it was it was rough for me out there too because I didn't have any like source of income, no money coming in, and I had a little bit of savings, but it was in dollars, which is like cut in thirds pretty much because like one dollar is like fucking point two of one pound, which is literally like about a dollar out there but anyway so I was like I, I explained I was like okay you know I'm, I'm tapped out dude like I, I just got the right of Cosby and Ollie and Cola were all pissed at me like, like come on man you got in the cab like everyone has to pitch equal money for the cab bro like what are you doing I'm like well I you know I don't I don't have any money I didn't know what to tell you guys but the only reason I got in the cab was because Cosby had, you know, had said it was cool if I ride with him, so that's why I got in. And they were like really pissed off, and so I was like, I'm sorry, guys. Like that's uh, I don't have any money, whatever. So I, we walked away, and um, and I go in the, I, I went in with Cosby into the pizza shop because Cosby was getting a slice of pizza, and I went in and I was and I was like trying to ask Cosby. I was like, Cosby, was like, you know. Let me get, can you spot me a couple of quid and I'll get you back tomorrow, kind of thing. Like, bought me a slice of pizza. And, and Cosby, I think he, like, he was like, yeah, no, don't worry about it, man. Like, so he, I think he, like, bought me a slice of pizza. I was like, cool, man. And so Cosby and I are sitting there eating our pizza. And who comes walking by, of course, Ollie and Cola. They look over and they see me, they see me eating the pizza. And they're like, they're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, like, this guy's eating, he's eating fucking, he just bought a slice, himself a slice of pizza now, and he, he just, you know, tried to tell us he doesn't have his two quid for the cab. Like, what the fuck? So they, co- they come in, or Ollie comes in. I think Cola just kept walking. I don't I think Cola was in any care, but Ollie comes in, he's just freaking out. He's going sick at me, like, dude, what the, how the fuck? You just got this fucking pizza. You just said you had no money, bro. Like freaking out. Like mate, da 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 da. I'm like, holy shut the fuck up. Cosby bought me the pizza. He's like, dude, what the fuck? I don't, I don't understand you, man. Like, what the fuck makes you know? He's like, what the fuck? What makes you think I should, I should be paying for your your taxi ride and all this shit? And I was like, well, I don't, you know. I, I never said I thought you should be paying for my taxi ride, but. One reason as to why maybe you shouldn't be bitching 
so hard at me right now and being act fucking making a scene right here in front of the whole pizza place is the fact that that you are actually are here on on given a budget for the trip. You're here living on a budget. And me on the other hand, I just came on the trip to film a video because you asked me to. And I was not given a budget for the trip. I was not given a penny. I haven't had a you know, I all the money I did have is it's gone now. Okay? So I was not given a budget. But you have a budget and you have per diem. So I don't think that you're so fucking you know I don't think that it's so far off to ask that you should not fucking bitch at me for spotting me two quid for the fucking taxi or whatever the fuck, whatever your issue is. Shut the fuck up. You know, like, I was like, dude, you know, and, and, um, anyway, so, so Ollie and I almost got in a fight. We got in a, you know, crazy scuffle there and, it was, and that was, and that was that, like, so I always said, fuck you, man. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to work with you no more. Like, da 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 So there goes, there goes our old big idea. You know, you, you know, you know how fucking, I don't know if you know very well how, like, most rollerbladers are, but if they don't get their way, they're going to go cry like a little baby and act like a, a fucking, basically like, a, like an ex-girlfriend that you just cheated on or some shit. And they're going to, like, act like a little baby and cry for like a year or two afterwards. So that was that. Dude. Like that was that was like the end of me and Ollie right there. And then a couple of days later so I continued on the tour. Like I'm, I was kind of stuck on this tour with these guys. Um, and basically I uh, I went with them to the next um, next spot we went to we went to somewhere and I remember, I remember, like, I guess apparently Ollie had, had told, uh, and Eric, actually Eric told me, like, he was like, I heard Ollie telling John something about you. He's like, yeah, uh, he was saying that you were uh, demanding, or he was saying that you felt like you should be receiving per diem, or that you were pissed off that you were not per diem. Like, in other words, that you were not getting a budget for the tour. And I was like, I was like, what? I was, you know, like, a, a, what, a, bu- a budget for the tour? I'm not even on Valo. Like, why why the fuck would I be getting a budget for the tour? I don't, you know, I don't even ride Valo skates. What the fuck? Like, I, <laughs> so it was like, you know, and then all he had, like, so he was so pissed off about that. He had told John, he had... I don't know, like, what I what I said that night, I told Ollie, like, you know, you, sh- you should not be bitching at me because you're get- you're on a budget. You have per diem. And I'm not getting per diem, but I've still been filming you guys the whole time, and I've been fucking basically working for Valo. So I really don't think you should be bitching at me over two pounds. Like, I've been working for you for five days, you know? Like, what the fuck? So... Anyway, so I'm, I'm like in fucking cookie land over there, you know what I mean? Like, and then, and then this guy goes and tells Julio, he goes, he's like, oh, well, oh, dude, like, you know, Sean was like asking for, he was, he was like bitching because he was not getting per diem or some shit. And, you know, and then long story short, a couple days later, Julio, Julio's drunk and he's fucking, we're like, we're all pounding whiskey, Julio's all drunk. Um, me and Kazi are fucking around. We're like, 
just being fucking drunk. Uh, a couple of drunks were like pushing each other around, and fucking, and then Julio steps in. And he was like, you know, long story short, Julio like was had some real fucking hidden kind of inner angst slash anger against me. Who kn- Lord knows why. I mean, chances are probably based on the fact that he was told that I was demanding per diem for a team that I'm basically, like, not even supporting, not even riding the skates or, you know, like, so he's like, oh, this, you know, this guy's like, step, not only is he stepping on my toes, he's like, no, I, you know, I don't, even to this day, I'm still cool with John. I don't, I don't blame John for like, for getting all pissed off at me because he's just, a, he's just a person. He's just trying to protect himself and his company or whatever. Like, but it was just a bullshit situation, and and so that was the apple fell over the rake, fucking, uh, you know, like ended up Julio and I almost fought. Um, and then after that, Ollie and I were not cool. I was, like, pissed off at Ollie, and, uh, and that was that. And then not, not only that, it was, like, and then the, 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 the next month after that, trying to finish up the filming, because we had, we had now worked, we had worked for, like, two or three months filming this movie, and then now I had all this footage, like, a full, a full movie, like, ready to, to be released. It needed, like, something. So I went around, or I went to, um, uh, to Manchester to my buddy's house and like stayed out there for like a month and just tried to like wrap up the filming and just get escape footage and shit like that and I couldn't even it was like working around that like that Julio like hated me and tried to fucking you know like wanted to fuck me up or something so like nobody out there would even fuck with me like it was ridiculous to the point I even, like, not even Adam Cola, like, he wouldn't even come, like, get a, I was like, dude, like, I even offered him, I offered him 100 pounds at one point to come get a photo of that, there was, like, that vertical macchia that was in the apple, so it was, like, it was, like, that, you know, that little cross grab, uh, God, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, I'm listening, man. Alright, I'm just fucking rambling. That's cool. But, um, so, alright, so if you remember, if you've ever seen the lake video, you remember the, uh, there was like that 12, it was like that 12 or 13 set, and I did like uh, a few tricks on it, I did like a 270 back fast slide, the fakey, and then I did a, a 270, or a 360 mistrial. The one inside the, uh, the subway building? The one in the train in the train station, yeah. Yeah, I remember you went up the elevator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I was I was trying to get Cola to come shoot that the um, the the vertical macchio, like because it would have been a it would have been a sick photo, like with the fisheye like from down below. Cause that was it was like super high up, like where I did the vertical macchio. Like if you if you ever go there and you look at it, it's like really fucking high up. It's maybe like. 13 or 14 feet, you know, it's like, I mean, it was, it was maybe like a 12 stair, and then, and then the, the vertical macchio edge was about, like, shoulder high, 
you know, so you can imagine, like, how high that would be, like, and it extends out, like, past the stairs or whatever, so I wanted, you know, I thought the photo would be really sick, and I was, like, dying to get the photo just for my own personal reference, and, like, so I was, like, dying to get Cole to come out, and I remember I was just hitting him up every day, and he would not have, he, and this is, like, the biggest photographer in England, you know, like, I was off, I offered him 100 pounds cash, and I could not get that guy, and he lives in Manchester, he lives like three blocks away, and I could not get him to come out and shoot the fucking photo after the whole video incident, because it's like, you know, he, he's, he's rollerblading industry based, everybody's like, oh, well, if Julio hates him, then, oh, I'm never going to have a future in rollerblading, you know, like, this. I mean, Julio at the time, he still says he kind of he kind of runs. He's, you know, he's like the biggest skate company and the biggest uh, whatever. He, you know, he's not a he's not a guy. He's like, if you want to have a future in rollerblading, you want to get in with Julio. Like, you don't want to do anything that's gonna piss him off or whatever. And I I don't know if that had anything to do with the reason why, but I couldn't seem to get anybody photographer, filmer, or anybody to come get even so much as skate with me. So it was to the point I had to literally, like, I was I was staying in Manchester at my buddy's house, and I had to pay random people who didn't roll the blade to come and, and fucking film the video. And, then, and we're talking about a, a town that's fucking full, chock full of rollerbladers, right? But, none, like, none of them would fuck with me. Like, none of them would even... You know, I, I was I was like a virus. I was like a bad virus that it, nobody could wanted anything to do with. You know. Uh, oh, oh, Sean, Sean T, we, uh, we hit you up. You know, like stay away from him. Just tell him to fuck off. Like, oh, that guy's crazy. You know. So it was just like chain reaction events that just kind of made my life hell and. uh but somehow we got it done. Like, I, I don't know. I was determined because all we, I mean, we had put in so much work before that to, like, make this film. So I just, I was, like, determined not to let it go to waste. So. But it turned out all right, you know? Like, I mean, we didn't have to be there and know the ins and outs and how much of a fucking nightmare it was, like, making the whole deal. Hey, maybe, you know, maybe enjoy fucking watching it. It's definitely, like, Good, good skate clips in there. I, I definitely, I was so frustrated with my life at that point. I didn't even give a fuck. Like I was like, fucking throw myself off a mountain at this point. You know, I don't give a fuck. I make. I think. Yeah, I think in a way, like the whole experience that you had, the whole experience that you had making it, kind of made it what it was. You know, like all these negative experiences that you had kind of gave the video a certain a certain mood um i have to say that like i i have i don't know you i don't have any experiences with you but i have to be honest i've i've heard i've heard from a lot of people kind of like negative things about you and uh what have you heard like i've heard like i've heard that you're you're awkward socially and I've heard that you're like people will say like that you're you're sketchy 
and I've heard stories about you stealing things. Not that I know that any of that shit is true. I have no idea. Um, is is there any is there any truth to that? Like, is there? Can you think of anything that you've done that has warranted those types of opinions about you, or is it all just bullshit? I've never stolen anything from anyone in my life. I never would. I've never. I would never screw over anyone. Like I'm. It's. I'm not like that at all. Like yeah, that's that's total bullshit. Whoever, whoever feels like I've screwed them over, is is neglecting seeing it from my point of view. Like for example, a lot of people. There's a. There was a. It was an incident a long time ago. This is why most people, the, the main reason why most people are like, try to, you know, say I'm like, I'll fucking rob your house or whatever the fuck, you know, I'm this big asshole and sketchy, steal shit. There's this kid from Chicago who came out back in the day, which is like 10 fucking 10 or 12 years ago. And he came out to California. I invited him out. And he came out, and I was, like, too busy when they were there, so I set him up. I set him up with Pat, because he just, he wanted to meet Pat anyway, you know? Like, he was, that was the reason he came out, Dom Squad. And Pat, Pat and I had a, had a house together. And so I was like, oh, cool, just meet up with Pat. He'll, he'll show you the skates box. You guys can play it, and it'll be all good. And I had, I had to work at the time I was working, like a ballet job and living in the city. And so I set them up with Pat, and then uh, so they stayed there, and they were there for like a few days. And then and I went back to the house after they were gone, and a bunch of my shit was missing. Like all my, I had like everything I owned was at the house. Like all my my old escape tapes that I made with like. Growing up, you know, like basically every uh, my first section, my second section, my third, you know, all that shit. Like I had like this sick fucking Ramones, uh, Ramones based videos where I'd, I'd use all Ramones tracks, and we we could basically just kill all the gnarly like stereotypes. And this was back in like literally back in like the fucking big pants days, you know, like, back in 90, I want to say, like, 95 or whatever, but it was, it was whatever, long story short, it was shit that was very important and very dear to me, and I was like, when I, you know, when I came back and I saw the, the tapes were missing, I had, like, and then uh, a, a, bunch, a couple of brand new pairs of shoes I had were missing, and and also a little Super 8 camera. Um, actually, the, my, my mother gave me a Super 8 camera. And another thing that was very dear to me. Long story short, I had all my really valuable, very dear possessions in in my room in Pat's house. I came back after these kids left, and I said, where is it? I asked Pat, where, is, where the fuck is all my shit? Where, all my shit is missing. And he goes, oh, well, I haven't, I haven't touched it. No, I haven't, I haven't seen your shit. Your shit is... Uh, th- those dudes took it. John, you know, John Marikami. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, I... 
I was so pissed. You know, I invited the kid. I invited the kid out there. I fucking invited him out to come skate with me and stay. And then he comes out. And I hook him up with Pat Lennon, like the big famous fucking rollerblader. And and he comes out and he just and he literally he just fucking robs all my shit, right? And then no, literally moments later, after I find this out. Pat's going to his bedroom, and he comes out of his bedroom, and he goes, oh, wait, looks, looks like Maricone's left his, he's left his video camera here. Looks like he's forgot his camera. Oh, shit. And, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll be, you know, I'll be holding that thing until until I get my fucking tapes back. You know what I mean? And so I, I literally, and then Pat's like, no, 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 I, I, think, I think maybe, you know, I think maybe I should. I should send this back. I was like, no, I don't think so, dude. I'm holding this fucking camera until I get my shit back, right? So I took, I fucking held the camera, and it, it, it's like, I, I'm a very, I'm a very, I'm a very reasonable dude. I would never screw anyone over in my life. Never have, never would. But if you screw me over, you're gonna get fucking extra screwed over. If you, if you ever screw me over, you're going to get so fucking screwed over, you're going to wish not only that you didn't screw me over, you're going to wish you never fucking lived. Okay? Because, because for the most part, I, you know, I believe in myself a lot. I have very good intentions. If you, if you get in the way of those intentions, I, it's, it's very frustrating to me. It's, it's literally, it's like a, it's something like I cannot, it's like an, it's almost like an insane thing that I have. I can't stop thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, what is this motherfucker, you know, like, oh. So, you know, that, that was that was a bad move on his part. Because he, uh, anyway, so, I, so the kid called and he said, oh, I heard you have my camera. And I said, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I have your, I have your camera. And I'll tell you what, you send me back my shit. I'll send you back your fucking camera. Simple as that, right? And I, ne- I never got anything back in the mail. I never got my tapes. I never got my shoes. I never got my my Super 8 camera. I never got, you know, I never got one thing. I never got anything. If I would have got anything back, then I would have sent him back his shit, right? Yeah. But... It didn't work out that way. I never got anything back because he, he just reported his camera to insurance. He, you know, he had insurance. His parents reported. He ended up getting an XL, an XL1 with the lens. You know, like, big, camp, big fucking step up. Um, and, and then he ended up telling everybody that I stole his camera. And... You know, so it word got around. Oh, you know that motherfucker. This wasn't this wasn't just some random kid. You know, this is John Maricami. Like he's he's like the big social little but little social butterfly in the Midwest. Like he gets around and he fucking skates here and there and he films his shit. And like, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like every, every, everybody. He told everybody what happened. And I'm over here. I'm stuck on the West Coast. I'm you know. Out there on top of buildings, painting graffiti, not giving a fuck. Like I might hurt my ankle, fucking wake up three years later, not even skating, and then 
oh, what do you know, three years later, oh, what do you know, I heard, and then, and then I kind of get back into blading, and then I hear, oh, everybody, everybody says you stole this kid's camera. I'm like, what, I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't steal no, nobody's fucking camera, like, and, you know, it was just like, I don't know, things, you know, things grew, grew from there, it was like rumor after rumor, Bullshit after bullshit. I haven't, I haven't heard one truthful story really about anything too negative about me since, since that. Like, yeah, yeah I, I heard the story. I I tried to fucking, or supposedly I stole the kid's camera. You know, I heard, I heard that one. But by all means, if you've heard any other stories, I love, I'm all ears. Because I, if I've done anything or screwed anyone over in, in my days, I'd, I'd love to know about it. Yeah. Well, it's all hearsay, and really, it's all—it's all just people talking. But what? Uh, what do you want? What do you want to do in the future? Like, what? What are you looking towards? Like, you've got this brand, Inri. You've made a lot of really nice clothing, and. You've made a, a video with your clothing brand, and like, what what are your future plans? Well, I mean, I continue to I continue to be a creative dude, so I'll always be, you know, in my free time, in my ex- expressing freedom time. I'll I'll be creating and designing. I'll always be. You know, hopefully progressing myself and my work in that. So if that can help um, progress rollerblading, then so be it. So I'll be a, a great asset to whatever everyone else has going. But as far as, um, you know, as far as doing it as a, as a full-time gig, I can't, I can't afford to do that. It's not the, the, the numbers and rollerblading don't add up me to be able to support the family and all that. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. I'd I'd love to make that decision. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to be like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to be the martyr again and be the fucking starving artist and just fucking, you know, be be the guy in London just living off his girlfriend and fucking rollerblading every day, you know? Like, I'd that's a much that's a much funner and less a lot less work than I do now, but the fact is I I will never be able to really be as involved in rollerblading, you know, until it until it gets to be somewhere else. So therefore if somebody wants to team up with me and hey, you know what? Comes to me and says, Hey, Sean C, you know what, you are under some some cool ideas before. Let's let's make a film. Let's make a video and let's let's change rollerblading. Let's make something that's really, really gonna really, really gonna do it for the people. Really gonna fucking change people's minds. I mean, pe- people are not stupid. It's not that hard, you know. Like you do you do something that's that's uh, motivating, happy, has got a good energy to it. People are gonna watch it and people are gonna be into it. Yep. And it's not that hard to incorporate rollerblading into that. So, somebody...
if you can tell me where 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 we got cut off, then I can tell you where I left off. Um, I can't remember exactly. Um, are you you're at home? Yeah, I'm on my way out the door now. Yeah. You and your dog. Furby, Furby's staying in, eh? Yeah. Shit. I'm down, in my, I'm down in my little recording studio drinking shots of whiskey and I'm about to go to my buddy's little show down the street. I got the, the girls and the little family sleeping upstairs. They're, they're tucked in in bed all, all good. Nice. So, so you're a free, free man for the night. No, I can't. I can't remember exactly where we were, but there's there's a lot of things that we could talk about. Um, you, dude, it's it's just exciting to fucking talk to you, man. Like, you have to understand that. Like, I've just I've just seen, I've seen what I've seen in videos, and it's not like it's not like I'm one of these people that like responds to anything that people put out like I'm a huge critic like I know that I've been talking like really positively about about the videos that you've made and everything but I'm I'm like the world's biggest hater when it comes to rollerblading like there's so much shit that I see that I that I don't like and there's so much to do with this culture of rollerblading that I really am repulsed by and I really I I reject the rollerblading culture in general. Like I I think that people should should not follow it. People should do what's in their souls and not do what what they feel like is pressured. I think there's a lot of pressure when it comes to the culture of rollerblading and I think it's really unhealthy. So when I talk to you and I say that I I love the shit that you put out, like that's coming from a genuine place. Like that that's something that I feel and I and I wouldn't be saying that to everyone. Like, I wouldn't be saying that to John Julio. I wouldn't be saying that to Alex Broscow. And I, you know, it's not like I'm a fucking star fucker, you know? I don't, but I, but I feel a connection with the shit that you put out. So what is that? Like, why, you know, like, why do I feel a connection with certain people? And I don't feel a certain connection with other people, like, there's something genuine in the shit that you put out. There's there's an excitement that I feel when I put on an Inri t-shirt, you know? Tom, you're, really, you're fucking really awesome, dude. I really, you know what, I knew that ever from the beginning, from even just watching you skate. You're a fucking really cool dude, man. You, need, you guys need to come to L.A. and... Make a fucking movie, man. Come make one of your fucking... Come make one of your guys crazy... 
better than baseball movies out here, dude. Yeah, I would love to do that. I would... You know what I mean? I've been, I've been hitting up Joey. I've been telling him to do that for like a year now. He's like, dude, you guys are... Cause I'll tell you what, that guy, he's a talented filmmaker. Yeah, you goddamn right he is. Me and, me and, him, me and him put our heads together and, and put something together. You know what? I've been here like drunk, fucking drunk babbling to you this whole time. I'm not drunk yet, but... Um, I've been babbling to you this whole time, and I'll tell you what, everything happens for a reason, and I, yep. I really, now that you know the full story behind me and my life and my fucking career and rollerblading, I think, put two and two together, I think you and Joey need to come out here, and we really need to, you know, or, no, not before you come out here, but I'm sorry, before you do come out here, we need to figure out uh, exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. We need to make a, make a movie, man. Fuck yeah. You know, I'll get the fucking, I'll get the crew writers. Like, we got, we get, you know, Billy, Benjamin, fucking Aaron Feinberg. We'll get them all, we'll get them all out here, but and we need to, like, do it, do it properly. We need to get, maybe, we have to do a couple companies to sponsor the film to help out. We need to really like do something really cool and really creatively genius, you know? Yeah. I think we could really help out our little culture where it's so engulfed in here. Yeah, I have no doubt that that would be amazing and it'd be a lot of fun and, and uh, like the the video that we could make if we put our heads together would just be fucking unreal and it like it'd be amazing you know we joey and i we we live with the same the same hustle that you do you know we we can't just like take off and everything needs to be like planned and it's you know i've got a full-time job joey's got his own business and uh but but when when there's enough inspiration, like, we'll make it happen, you know, like, we'll, we'll do what we have to do to, to... Well, that's what I'm saying, man, and I, you know what, I think, like, another, another good, another good, um, like, another good aspect is, is the fact that I've noticed, I've noticed actually, like, I mean, if you think about it, the way, like, the way people are really pulled into a presentation, like, a visual presentation is by by personality is really and by like by acting actual you know like male or not male or female uh, you know character so and, and one thing I've noticed about you what, through watching your guys' films and whatnot is you have potential to, to be a really good actor and not, not necessarily like acting like anything but you could act like yourself you know like you have, you have that ability to not like, you know, because it's like you, you look at somebody who's like a really amazing actor who makes like a billion dollars a year, and really when it comes down to it, all you have to do is, is like not be like so freaked out by the fucking camera that you're gonna like bug out on film and like act like some fucking giddy like you know, pretentious, like, fucking kook just because the fucking camera is on, you know, like... Exactly. 
if you can just simply sit there and act like yourself and not give a fuck with the cameras on, then you're you're making money and you're you're in the business. You know, that's it. It's not there's nothing to it. Yep. I, I think I think based on the fact that you've been in so many of of Joey's films, you know, you have you have that gift. I think you could definitely act like yourself and not let it like affect you too much. And then I'm, I feel like I'm the same way. You know, like I could definitely I could act like myself and not really like not freak out too much. The fact that the camera is on and whatnot. So. I don't know, long story short, like, I I think maybe we should try to, like, make it happen, dude. Like, I can, you know, like, I can get a couple of the other homies. You know who else is a really good actor? Billy is a really good actor. Yeah, that dude has a lot of charisma, a lot of really natural charisma. Yeah, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of charisma as well, like me. I can, um... I can for I can send you guys some of it. We have like just little conversations and skits. Well, I'll always like record like little behind the scenes shit with, with some of the homies and shit. Some of it's like it's funny. Like I'll show it to Barbie and you know my my girl Barbie and she'll like crack up. You know like she'll she'll freak out and be like, oh my god, you guys totally need to like get into Hollywood and da 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 da. <laughs> you know like shit like that. So I don't know, man. Like. But it's like really like in order to really like bring in a uh, that large audience and get those big numbers, it's like we need you know people that can do that. And I think like a few of us, if we can pull together a few of us that involve rollerblading and kind of come up with some kind of storyline, incorporate the skating with it. You know what I mean? Somehow, whether you know, come up with like an an airborne based based off airborne, but now do it modern day and incorporate you know fucking rock and roll and and whatever the fuck else you know. Yeah, like there's so much there's so much potential when it comes to rollerblading, like as as a expressive thing, like it, just expressing. You take a character, right? And then you put them on, on rollerblades and it, it has the potential to just add so much of a dynamic to a character. Like rollerblading can, it's so human, right? Like what comes out of it, there's, it's so telling in the way that the body moves. And it's such a, like there is so much potential to, to have some kind of whatever it is, like a sitcom or a movie that kind of evolves around rollerblading whether it's something like airborne or like i've had this idea for this like a sport like have you seen uh like wipeout or like have you seen these these shows where these people go through obstacle courses wipeout yeah there or there's like a japanese version it's called endurance like basically where people like run through these obstacle courses and they take these like really bad like bales like into water and stuff, but like if you did that like on rollerblades like like an obstacle course, like and it was basically like a skate park, but it was like a, a track where you set up all these crazy obstacles that people had to get through on rollerblades, and it was like timed. Like I mean, that's just one example. Like there's just so much. 
like fucking du- like double dare. Yeah, double. I don't know what double dare is, but it. Like ni- fucking Nickelodeon, uh, double dare. Yeah, dude, like a course. Yeah. That's have, have you never you never seen fucking double dare or I mean, is that what it's called? Am I retarded? I don't know. I there's probably there's probably different equivalents like in Canada and like I know Wipeout. I think Wipeout's actually a Canadian show, but oh, like do you ever used to watch Nickelodeon? Yep. Like they have the, they have those like funny shows with like the obstacle courses, and then if you if you like don't make the obstacle course in in enough time, you, you like you get like a fucking green slime on your head, and it was, but it wasn't like a green. Green slime. It was. It was. It would be like a, like a green like jello jello pudding or something, and then yeah. the pistol was just like eat it. Yeah, like it would be something like that. Like there's so many possibilities when it comes to the obstacles that and and people would take like really bad bails. And who doesn't love to see people fall on rollerblades? Like it's so funny to the mainstream. And but. But the the possibility for really skillful skillful like maneuvering through really weird objects and like there could be rails over water and like like a series of like balls and like slalom type shit and like really big quarter pipes and like a lot of like pretty dangerous stuff like built into the the course and it could become like a really beautiful kind of like when people went through it really fast. Like, it would be such a fucking awesome thing to watch and witness. Like, it'd be really exciting. Like, you know this Red Bull uh, cracked ice? I'm sure you've seen that where it's, like, it's ice skating, like, downhill. Like, they have a course and there's, like, jumps. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if they did that, like, with rollerblades, they could have, like, such a dynamic course, like, a really interesting course. But I don't mean to go on and on about this idea. Like, there... But really what I'm saying is there's just, there's so much, there's just so much possibility with, with rollblading, you know, like, there's so much that we could do. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying, man. But the thing that I love is fucking street skating. Like, you take this shit and you go out to places where people are going to work, they're on their lunch break, you know, there's nothing, there's fucking nothing that can touch street skating. Like, it's so, it in a kind of in an artistic way it, it shows what because like the thing i've always thought of like snowboarding videos skiing videos you're up in the mountains i mean they're beautiful like they're beautiful films but um they're they're really separate from from what's going on in the world the beautiful thing about rollerblading videos and skateboarding videos is that they're they're taking place like on the street like we're you know, there's normal people walking around and, and you're in places where, like, it's somewhere where someone just goes to work every day and they're fucking miserable going to their job every day or or it's at a Starbucks or, like, they're at these really mundane places, but you're going and you're doing these, you're you're living this really exciting life and it's contrasted with the norm, you know? it's It's contrasted with all these zombies just walking here and walking there and there's just something so powerful about that and like involving those you can involve those people and talk to those people and really 
you are one of those people. You're not separate from them. You're one of them. But you just happen to be exploring the environment in a different way. You have skates on your feet. You're you're really excited about what you're doing. You're you're enjoying a sense of freedom that that they're not experiencing at that moment, but you are one of them. We're all fucking human beings like living and we have no fucking clue what we're doing, but you're contrasting this cultural norm of going about your daily business with fucking yeah. rollerblading. Yeah, that's so that's so funny you say that because like the, literally the way the way I like picture myself when I'm skating down the street, I'm like I feel like because of all the like hindrance from the like the normal people like and the and the uh, deliberate effort uh, efforts to you know downsize like what I'm doing like when I skate down the street I'm like seriously like the way I think I'm like okay well you're a demon I'm an angel <laughs> and I'm I'm just I'm just skating down the street minding my own business you're look you're looking at me cross-eyed I'm looking at you with the halo over my head I love you you hate me so where am I where am I gonna go to heaven where are you gonna go Hell, you know, I, I literally, I have been so warped by, like, the way people look at me, and I'm not scared to admit it, but I'll fucking, I'll tell you right now, I have more mercy than any angel could ever have on anybody, and I'm, and I'm done with mercy, I'm, I'm over, mercy hasn't got me anywhere at this point. It's just ruthless killing back to back. One by one. Victim is the next victim is the next. That's it. One by one until they're all dead. Once they're all dead, I'm done. Okay? But until that happens, then there's there's nothing that's going to hold me back. Not whether it's how some fucking corny fucking emo fucking emo kook from Indiana is telling me that oh he doesn't dig my videos or oh he doesn't oh he doesn't understand what I said or okay well well how about this look at how about this you don't understand what I said look at the fucking 14 corpses that I've just laid out in front of your eyes huh. you know so at this point it's just it's about ruthless killing and if you can't and if you can't get you can't, you know, find your gun or you find your knife, then it's just a matter, you know, it's a matter of working harder because everybody, everybody has a gun and everybody has a knife. Yep. Everyone has a fucking gun. It's up to them to be able to find it. Yep. Okay? I'm not a violent person. I'm a Buddhist person, okay? So don't take my words literally. Don't ever take anything I do or say literally, but... Um, anyway, I'm, I'm going into the bar now, and I've got to let you go, but Todd, let's, let's continue this conversation another day. Fuck yeah, let's, let's do another one, man. Yeah, I'm down. Alright, dude, it's been, uh, it's been awesome talking to you. No, it's been fun, for sure, we, we've definitely, we've definitely made progress here, so let's, um, 
don't know. Hit, hit me up tomorrow, dude. Maybe I'll have more time tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it again, dude. And you're welcome to use, you know, use whatever you want for your podcast or, you know what I mean? Whatever. Just hit me up tomorrow, though. Cool. All right, Sean. Peace. Right, have a good night, have brother. A good night. Peace. Later.